the victory nights. If you were in the victory nights. Alright, I gave you an assignment in the victory night. What did I tell you to do? Which book did I tell you to read? Let me hear you. Jude. You know, I want to show you something yesterday. How many married men and women are here? Raise your hands up. If you were not with me this weekend, you miss serious. Ever in my ministry, what I went through this weekend, I have never. Never ever. If anybody made his mind up to divorce, and they have put the, the claims in the court, and they were waiting for final verdict, and they were in this weekend with me, tomorrow, both voluntarily, they will take it out of court. By what God did. The volume of what God in, in, you know, impacted and informed. If they were not Christians, they don't have Holy Spirit, but they were in this retreat. After this retreat, nobody would tell them. They would voluntarily both withdraw the case from court. This will happen next year again. It would take one year for each, for this seminar to be. So those of you who have not married now, you, you will still have opportunity to go next year. And next year, so now, I think I better stand here. Get me the other one. Next year's one, the, the, I've told them they will start announcing it to you from next month. You know, let me say something to you. This period that I'm with you, I'm teaching you about the end times. I will together now. And what we're looking at is deception of the devil in the last days. I think this is enough for me. And um, we will continue to look at it until everyone in this house have full understanding of the strategy of Satan so that you will not be a victim in any way. We had a fantastic weekend. It's for married people. I'm going to have one day retreat for all the singles. And I will give you that information in the next one week. The date that will be. That Saturday, all singles will meet me. Young people who... I will have a meeting with those who are within secondary school to A-levels. I will have a meeting with those who are in university to any unmarried people. You know, if you are a very successful person in life, that is, academically, you did everything, you acquired knowledge, you acquired degree, certificate, fully qualified to, be, to, to advance in life. If you make a wrong choice of a husband, you are finished. And if you make a wrong choice of a wife, you will, you will regret why you were created. And the young ones need to know that. And you know, let me say this, because this is not what you are talking about today, but let me say this to you. A young person who is still in her teenage knows nothing about family life. They always get attracted to somebody who looks boisterous, but they never understand that in marriage, virtue is very important and reality of life. And some of them get attached by emotion to wrong parties, 
And when they grow up, they find themselves in the hands of that person only to discover that they made a wrong choice. But when you stick your head in marriage, you die there. You must live there forever. I'll get in there. And I will spend time with you to help you know. As a man thinketh in his heart, so his appearances. A young girl who is very committed to God and very focused to achieve must run away from a man who you know in his appearance he looks like a playboy. The same thing with a young man who is an achiever and godly, committed. Must stay away from a girl who is like a, uh, like, um, you know, a sellout. Who just dresses anyhow. Because you cannot tell me that the way you appear today did not develop from your thinking. How to get in that? And um, for those of you who are parents too, not everybody that your children just bring to you, you jump at. You are supposed to put your foot on the ground and say a solid no or a solid yes. Have it together. My pastor, who is a white man, a Scottish man from Arrakis, told his daughter, you can't marry this man. I'm using him because some of you may be saying that black man. No. Scottish white. And he said, you can't marry this man. And the daughter refused. And the daughter married the man. And he, he didn't go to the wedding. And he told the daughter, don't see me in your life. And that woman could not enter the father's house again. You know, with the white man, he says, I don't want you in my house. You can't come, whoever you may be. That woman went into the man, married the man. The man was an ungodly man. The man began to smoke from one fire to the other. Alright? And the woman, that girl, suffered terribly from a very good home. All her ambition in life was destroyed. A girl who was very ambitious at the beginning. And the woman did not see the father for I think about 15 years or so or more. And I came into the family. As assistant pastor. So I was spending my time in his house. He would tell me, tell me all about his life. I told him my life. And then he told me about this her daughter, his daughter. Who he will not see. Till death. I said why? He said I don't hate her. But the Bible says have no, have no to do with workers of iniquity. If your, your hand will make you sin. Cut him off. So I cut her off. <laughs> and I asked the, the situation. And he now told me. And I sat with him after a while and told him that, you know, your decision is good. Now you have, you have let her away for 15 years plus and she has suffered. Let us see whether through the suffering she has repented first. I know that you are not happy because she chose to suffer. I said, you don't owe her anything now. She has to retain that suffering till death. She doesn't have anything to take from you. But she, she don't deprive her of her seeing you anymore. Because now she has gone out, she has seen it, nowhere to fall to. She can't fall to the period to the family of the of the husband. She can't she doesn't have family to go to. So I took the father through a few things and then I called for a meeting. And the man came. And the woman came. And the woman apologized to the dad and said to the dad, What you told me? I didn't accept 
said, but I have seen it for 15 years. It was like hell on earth. He said, but you know, I remember that as a Christian, I get married, I cannot leave the place. So I said that, can you help my husband? You're a pastor, you can help my husband. So I brought the man in and, uh, you know, it took us a time to take cigarettes from him. Because cigarettes had become his God. All his fingers were burnt to ashes. But I sat the woman up to tell, sat down to tell her that, look, you will just have to bear this suffering till death. When you choose to suffer, God can help you from suffering. <laughs> you know? So the door of the house was open, and this, the father said, okay, both of you can come in any time. But when you are coming into my environment, you know you cannot do some things. If you do them, I'll shut my door. This is a house of a child of God. And they came to church eventually. But the suffering, we cannot dissociate them from it. So it's good for us to make sure that our girls are not pushed into marriage. And if our boys are behaving strange, we must put our foot on ground. Alright? So that if those boys, if the one who will be among them, you give him right hand of fellowship. If you don't, you give him a left foot of fellowship. So that, yeah... You know, parents, parents don't have to die with kids. No. No, 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 no. no. You are just a vehicle for them to come. They misbehave, you shut your door. I will slam my door strong against you if you are my seat. I don't have to see you. <laughs> but if a child disobeys and has to go and the door is shut, they must let him finish the course. You must not say any compassion. You think, no, let him finish the course. So that it will be a lesson to the generation to come. And so we're going to have good time with the youths. So that there will be no youth in this church. Who will not have the full privilege of understanding of the deception of Lucifer. Now let's go to the end time. Now we'll go through some scriptures together. I've been sharing with you. What's the first scripture that stems this stems from? Matthew 24. Thank you so much. What does it say? Shall we do it together? This is general headquarters, isn't it? Well, congratulations for the new mayor of London. Some of you didn't say amen. I can't hear you say thank God. He is my friend. Really, you and I will be going to see him shortly. He was in the cathedral last Sunday. When that man came to the cathedral and he came to me, he said, Apostle, I have come that you bless me. I don't care what they say he believes in. If he does not believe in the God of Christians, he cannot tell a shepherd of God to bless him. And I told him, you receive the blessing, and I will visit you in the town hall. Town hall. Okay? Forget about all the politics that they said. And I told the church to pray, pray. You remember what I told you to pray? God choose for us. And God chose. And he's the one there. We will give him our fullest support. We should visit him together. I told him about you. All right, let's talk. 
Let's carry on. Jesus answered, watch out that you are not what? <laughs> you know what came to my brain now? Politicians deceive us. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. You know, when they begin all these dirty games against one another, you have to have discernment to know the, the one that is true. Because if you are not careful, a little stain in somebody, they will turn it into a rag. And you will not see the good in that person anymore, except the thing that they are publishing. Whereas they know they are lying. They know that they are terrible, more terrible than the one that they are painting black. Hallelujah. Alright, so let me just take you through this. <laughs> God deliver us from this world. Jesus says, watch out that you are not deceived. Now, there are three dimensions of deception. What is the first one? Self-deception. Then the second one? Satanic or evil deception. And the third one? People deception. There are three dimensions of deception. If you look at this scripture, Jesus says, watch out that no one. Now, the word no one, we explore it. That the word no one is not referring to a person, it's referring to a, a group. And in that group are three elements. The element of you deceiving yourself. The element of people deceiving you. The, 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 and the element of Satan or demonic powers deceiving you. Now I told you and I help you to understand. The greater deception of a man is when a man deceives himself. Okay? But a man cannot deceive himself unless it is sold to him. Either by devil or by other people who have been deceived already. No man deceived himself unless he had been misinformed. Either deceived by people or by Satan. And we went through many deceptions in the church. Beginning from the doctrines, the erroneous doctrine that came into the church. The first doctrine was the doctrine of holiness. Holiness is what God has commanded. But we saw from the book of Mark that it is not regulation of man. The second doctrine is the doctrine of deliverance. Deliverance is not something that is wrong. Jesus said we should cast out devil, but he did not tell us to conduct deliverance. And the error of deliverance went into extreme that people started fearing Satan rather than God. Those who should be casting demons out are afraid of God. Now we recognize the error of prosperity. As much as God wants us to prosper, the error of prosperity took us away from what the Bible says we should do to prosper. And it took us into, you know, you know idolatry. Alright? I told you these things because I wanted you to have the understanding of deception in the last days. We are going to go into a deep dimension about deception of the last days. Okay? So, if we go back straight away to your notes, because I want to do the book of Jude for you again today. Go back to your notes, please. The first one I want to deal with is satanic deception in the last days. Satanic deception. Satanic deception in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. What did he say? The Spirit clearly says that in the, la- in the later times, some will what? And follow and now write it down. They will follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So, the Bible warns us about satanic teaching, 
people teaching, that is deceiving teaching by people, understand, follow deceiving spirits, which are evil spirits, which will deceive you and I, then demonic teachings, which will come from ministers. Because it takes ministers of God to teach God's people. So that scripture reveals that there will be ministers who will be teaching error. Okay? But then there will be demons deceiving people. Now, in the chamber of demons deceiving people, you have the area that demons will talk to your mind directly. I was sharing with someone today, you know, just a few minutes ago, about, you know, issue of passion. If someone does not have ambition in life to better his future, do you know that demons are the one behind it? I would mean now. Because demons, anything that will, that will make you regret in the future, it is demons. Every human being that is born loves good things. Like all these young girls and young boys, they love to grow up and become, you know, professionals and become parents and be able to afford to give their children anything the children want, especially those of them whose parents do not have enough today. And they know what it is when they go to school and their friends have good shoes and good things and they come home, they could not have it because their parents do not have it. Now, children like that will want to be better than their parents and stuff like that. Can you imagine a child like that now not have a, an, a, an ambition to, to be successful? So is it there? Can you imagine a child who came from a single parent family, all right, who their mother told them that, look, because your father is not here, this is the problem I have and stuff like that. Can you imagine a girl like that, then raised in church too, just go and get pregnant with somebody, a long course. You know, everybody would get angry with her. She was just deceived by the devil. Can you imagine somebody who is so brilliant and he would not like to read? And they are pushing him or her that, look, you are very intelligent. He would not like to read. They are demons. Can you imagine somebody who got married, promising the woman heaven and earth, and all what she said is a lie. And when the woman got home, found out that it's not there. They are demons. Same thing, imagine friends who would, who would be with you, and any time you want to do something positive, it will just discourage you. The system doesn't like you. You know that stuff? You know, you're a black person. Be careful. There's a limit you can go in England. But thank God now that we have a black man now as the mayor of London. Because Pakistani, Indians, Africans, they are the same people. And if you have problem understanding that, we had a black man, original black man from Kenya, rule the whole world. And his name is Obama. Someone will say, that, no, 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 you know, you have to take it slow, take it slow, take it slow. They are demonic. They have been deceived by demons and they go out to deceive other people. If somebody was frustrated in life and did not make it in life, okay, if he's sincere, he's expected to tell others that don't be a victim, I was there. This is what I did that brought me here. You don't do it so that you can get better. But when you see somebody who, who was frustrated and is now telling others that well, we are all the same, there is a demon behind it. Look, let me say this to you. If you discover that your aspiration for life is slowing down, there is a demon behind it. 
Look, in the meeting yesterday, one of the questions they asked was that a man, and this is not just one man, I've dealt with a few number of men like that. They told their wife that God has called me not to walk. Yes? Yes? Okay, but the wife should walk. I am a servant of God. They don't have church. One of them, even I was told, was telling the wife that, you know, what he does is he wakes up in the morning and he goes to the internet, you know, writing things, saying he's preaching to people. And he said to the wife that, this is the work of the Lord. I can't do any other thing than this. Somebody pays for the broadband, is the wife. <laughs> You're all laughing. This guy is not a laughing matter. For the woman to bring that sort of question to my seminar, she's frustrated. Frustrated. Let me say something to you. The man really believes he's a servant of God. I have been approached by a couple before, and the, the, what, what, after talking to them, the wife said, look, apostle, let me open up. I said, you better open. <laughs> he said, my husband doesn't want to work. I got a job for him, he refused to work. He said, God has called him. So I said to the man, is that true? He said, yes, I'm a servant of God. God has called me, and God told me not to work. Yes. Yes, that I even general overseers and bishops who tell people that God called you, you are doing uh, earthly work. I would be like, it's the session of the devil. I told him that when Jesus called Peter, who was he? A fisherman. Luke. Matthew. God, Jesus never called a jobless man. Really, he didn't call just those who are working. He called men who were successful in life. And I told that man, if you were called by God and God told you not to walk, you must not ask for those who walk. Angels should feed you like Elijah. <laughs> if your religion has not got to the place of angelic feeding, and <laughs> you say God told you not to walk, and you are collecting money from those who walk, and you are spending the money from those who walk, Satan deceived him. And I can go on. There will be people who abandon the Christian faith. The Bible says a hand that does not work should not feed. The Bible even says that a man who refused to provide for his family we should treat him like an unbeliever. That's where the word infidel came up in the Bible. Now listen, therefore, we understand that people who desire the faith, they follow the saving spirit and things taught by the devil. Now, why will, how could Satan have so much access? Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14 and 15 says, And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then, if his servants masquerades as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their action deserves. Now understand this. This Bible, this scripture, this is Second Corinthians eleven fifteen to fourteen to fifteen. It tells us about this sort of deception, and it tells us about expected end of deception. It says their end will be the uh, uh, will be what their action deserve. So every action that you put in your life must give back to an expected end. You know, those of you who are young, listen to me very well. I'm happy that in this church, I we have produced some who are your senior guys now. 
who they grew up here at the age of, uh, from infants, and now they are now in their 30s early, and they are now in their late 20s and mid-20s, and they are successful because they listen to my teaching. And I said to those of you who are younger, if you don't listen, listen to me. In about five years' time, the gap is beginning to grow. Five years' time, ten years' time, Anyone who did not listen had deceived himself and there is a recompense for it. That's what he's saying here. Action deserved. I pray that that will never happen to any one of you. You have to make a choice to be obedient to God. You have to make a choice not to be deceived. When you are young, you must seek God and you must work hard. When I see prophets who are, who, are, who are shabby and stinking and dirty, I tell them they are possessed of demons. Because, I mean, if you serve the Holy God, He blesses you. Not by robbing other people. Are we together now? Understand this, that every action has reaction. So, if you, if you actually deception, there is a deserved <coughs> expected end that comes from it. And if your action is, you are truthful to yourself and to God, you have an expected end. No man can change you. No demon can change it. Because whatever man sweat, that's what he shall reap. Now listen to me. A student who is in university and is playing a bar with girls and boys, he will soon suffer. Terribly. 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 You know, what some of our youths were interviewed by BBC yesterday. I said, if you are in this church and you are a youth, you better be involved in the youth program they do every month. If you are not involved, you are wasting your time. <laughs> if you are in this church and you love to pray, they pray here every day, six to seven. If you are not involved, you will be wasting of time. I will together now. They have video here sometime. Where we, we have it every Friday, but now we change it to once in a month so that everyone of us can come for video. And then we have Friday meetings all the time. Where is it? Bible study. If you don't come there and you belong to this church and you think that you want to set up something again and try something again, you are wasting your time and deceiving yourself. Because this house has enough templates. Now when those youths were interviewed by, by the BBC, the BBC said that they have never seen Christian youth in this country like that. That's what BBC said. It will be published. They said they have never seen. Because you see, many Christian youths, when they tell them to sing, you see them, boys with earrings and funny hairstyle cords, but all are used to when were just sensible. Their girls didn't dress like prostitutes and they were all elites. Elites. Minimum target is one, one possessed degree. Minimum. Not only that, the BBC were, were, were uh, uh, shocked that they think that all black kids are. But they found a black, a set of black kids who are different. And they asked them a question about peer pressure. They said, we don't have peer pressure. We pressure the peer. I <laughs> we together somebody? I said, with those group, if you belong to this house and you don't join them, Okay? That's not good at all. If you are a parent and you deprive your child from joining that group, 
that child will not forgive you when that child grows up. And you will not forgive yourself. I will get it now. Satanic deception in the last days is to frustrate the ambition of man. Alright? To frustrate the ambition of man. If the devil can get you and I frustrated, he's successful. And from frustration, he will make you to deny Christ. And tell you that what is it about? So the Bible says, the end, their end will be what their action deserves. Let me give you two more scriptures about self-deception. James chapter 1 verse 22. James 1, 22 to 24. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. I will apply that not only to the gospel, but to your academics. Do not be mere listeners of the world. <clears throat> you are coming to Sunday, uh, church every Sunday. Don't just come here. What I teach you, go home and study it. Investigate it, whether what I'm saying is the truth. If you feel that I have not told the truth, stop me on the road and confront me. I am the only minister who has said this in the world. Stop me and confront me. Because I know what I teach you is what is written. You can't beat me on it because I'm teaching you the truth. I'm not teaching you a theory that came from some astral, uh, uh, astral distance. I'm talking you about a, a, a practical principle written, which I have tested and it works. I will together now. This is the word of the Lord. It says, Do not be mere listeners of the word, but be doers. What I teach you in the, in the church, do it. What mommy teaches you in Bible school, do it. What any minister teaches you on pulpit, do it here. What you hear on television that is different from what we teach you, garbage it. Garbage it. There are two people who preach the word of God on television. The thieves and the shepherds. Anybody that demands money on television is a thief. This is television, I'm saying it again. Everybody who demands money on television, they are thieves and rogues. If you think you are bankrupt, television is not a place to go and skin people and make money. Those who preach the truth do not demand money for it. For freely you receive, freely you give. If someone says that it takes me money to come on television, did you send him to go there? Did you send him to go there? Don't be deceived. They are counterfeits. Don't listen to their words. Do not be mere listeners, but do us. Do what he says. Verse 23. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what he says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Then another scripture about self-deception. Mark 7, 6 to 9. He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied. 
about you hypocrites. Who are hypocrites? As it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Don't give God lip service. Don't join them in Christ the Tabernacle every Sunday. And when you go home, you are a different human being. You are a hypocrite. Jesus says so. Look, some of you need to recognize that there are some culture you cannot be involved in. There are some culture they do. I said it last week. Some people in their culture, somebody is doing a ceremony, they are spraying money on the head of the person. You know? You know what that means? The man that is spraying money is a foolish man. And the one who puts his head down to put money is more foolish. Because how much are they putting on your head? One, one dollar. They made you useless. As useless as a dollar. May God not reduce you to one dollar. <laughs> Do you know what is behind it? A man who is poor wants to demonstrate to the world that he is rich. It's deception. It's deception. He wants honor from the world that he's praying money. People who have real money, they give others money secretly because they don't want people to know the amount they've given them. Huh? And Jesus said, what you give to your right, your left should not know. But when a person is now changed 50 pounds into one dollar and he's in this. Another person is there singing and praising useless praise. And he too is, is praying money. Somebody is out of his senses. Plus, let me tell you, as a son of a wizard I speak, if they want to destroy you in wizardry, no matter how much Holy Ghost fire you have on your head, they will only take one dollar and put it in the shrine by the altar. Okay? They will put it in the midst of the other dollars. They will be spraying you and they put the one of the shrine, they put it on your head. You are finished. You know what they call them of berry? Ignoramus. You will carry something else home. You will fast. God will not answer you. Because the God said to go and put your head under a useless hand. Be careful the culture you follow. The Bible says, get ye out from among them. Conformality with the world is enmity to God. Now let me say this to you. I think I have to announce this to the whole church of CFT. If you have any function, either wedding or, or naming or uh, burial, if you invite any member, minister of CFT to come and preside, okay, only on one condition, that after that minister preside over your meeting, you will not then begin to drink booze. Okay? You now carry oguguru, carry brandy. Because you do that, you humiliate me. So if you will do that, I must not come there. I'm a man of integrity. It took me years to build my integrity before God and before humanity. Because if you do that, people will come there and say that, ah, it is Apostle Williams who came to do the service. 
It is Apostle Williams who came to do the, from his church, he came to do that stuff. And you will give this church a name that Satan seeks to give it, but God has not. Are you with me now? So if you invite me and I say no, don't be angry, I have no. My duty as a minister finishing church with you. I don't have to come to your wakekeeping or come to your uh, uh, marriage or come to your uh, naming. I don't have to. I don't have to. But if I come therefore, or I send a representative therefore, I demand my honor. If you know you can't give, you don't invite me. I hope I'm clear. I will not invite you to disgrace you. Hmm? So don't invite me to put me to shame. If I want to be in the world, I can. Society, so many they are calling for me. But behind the veil is the devil saying, come. Come. And I say, no. No. No ungodly thing shall come there. You are either a Christian or a non-Christian. You either serve God or you serve the devil. Let me give you one more job. So Jesus, let's read that finish. Then I'll give you one. He says, these people honor me with their lips, they are far from me. Their heart is far from me. Look at what he says in verse 7. Shall we read verse 7 together? Say it again. You will not worship God in vain. Hypocrites are people who claim to be Christians in church, but when they leave church, they are wild beasts. Okay? Can you imagine somebody walking in, in Lusham High Street, and then he saw a member of CFC and he's doing like this? Because the scared is too. <laughs> or somebody talking and he's doing this. How are you pulling what is not plastic? It's not elastic. <laughs> because you know that what you're wearing is not, it didn't reach where it's supposed to reach. Why did you buy it in the first place? Why did you buy something in the first place? Satan deceived you. Or somebody put his cap behind and is working warmly. You know that their trouser is falling from their bombs. And then they met you and then they, 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 they try to. Oh my. The Bible says their worship is in vain. Oh, you don't see me, you don't do it. <laughs> but seven says they are teachings. So hypocrites teach too. Are but rules taught by men. You want to talk about holiness movement now. You have let go of the command of God and are holding on to the tradition of men. And he said to them, you have a fine way of setting aside the command of God in order to observe your own traditions. That's why in this church, I didn't give you traditions. You will know the truth, and the truth will say, we cannot help God. We cannot help the word. We show the word. Those who are sons of light will abide by it. Those who are not will remain. Because when rapture comes, some people come to church must remain. Both pastors and bishops and popes and apostles and prophets and members who, who fall into this, they will remain. That the one who will now start the scripture and be saying, ah! The man of God said, with their leaves they worship me. 
Their worship I shall not accept. May that not be your story. Satanic deception in the last days. Revelation chapter 2, chapter 9, verse 20. It says, the rest of mankind that were not killed, but these plagues did, still did not, by this plague, still did not repent of their works, the works of their hand. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk, or, or walk. Nor did they repent of their mothers, their magic arts, their sexual morality, and their theft. Satan will deceive many people to worship idols. If you look at something I want to show you here, let me, let me, let me help you understand it. The first verse says, verse 20, the rest of mankind were not killed, that were not killed, but by these plagues, still did not repent of the of the work of their hands. Alright? Now, what brought the work? They do not stop worshipping demons. The worship of demons brings the work of their hands. And idols of gold brings their philosophy. Silver, bronze, stones, wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk, nor Look at this. Did they repent of murder? So behind every murder are demons. Magic arts. They are works of demons. Sexual immorality, perversion. Man has sex with man. Man has sex with, with, with uh, uh, goats or dogs. In a short time, they will soon be given marriage certificate to dogs and cats. Yes, I'm telling you. You watch it. If Jesus doesn't come. All right. Or theft. I was watching television recently and someone says that she's um, I forgot the name, the word you call it. When Obama came to England, somebody, one of those who are interviewing, said that we people like us who are neither male or female, we feel we are not man and we are not woman. And Obama said that you are okay. Amen <laughs> forevermore. Obama said that you are okay. To just not feel you are a woman or you are a, a man, but standing is a woman with breast and woman organ. But she doesn't feel she's a woman, neither does she feel she's a man. There's a name she called it. I've never had it in my life. Eh? Not transgender. Transgender is the one who changed sex. Eh? Not bisexual. Eh? Well, it's gender neutral, but there's a name they call it, not gender neutral. Eh? Yeah, there's a name she called herself. And I was amazed that Obama even knows that kind of name. That it means that they have, they have, there is a group of people in the world who belong to that sect, and they also are now fighting that. If you can give the homosexual the right, why don't we have our own rights too? And what Obama is saying is that, oh, you have rights, in a short time we'll give you. You know why they give the rights? Under equal rights. 
under equal right. Now, sometimes you sit down and begin to think that, are we still having common sense in the world? Well, this is the scripture. The Bible says they did not stop serving demons that deceived their minds to call reprobating righteous. If you think about this thing, your long, longing soul is, 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 is going to be tortured. You know somebody, two people have married a cat and a dog. Yes, in Germany. Yes. In a short time, there are many more people marrying their cats and dogs. In a short time, they will legislate in Europe and in America that they should give certificate of divorce and certificate of marriage to cats and dogs, marrying human beings. That is happening already. It's happening already. And then they will now give certificate of marriage to fathers to marry their daughters. Yes, that is even easy to do. They give certificate for brothers to marry brothers. And then they begin to give, give birth to genetically deformed children. That's what we know by science. End time. What I'm telling you is on television, so it's not a classified information. Let me give you some more. Let's finish this, your Jude. We are talking about satanic deception in the last days. From verse 4, what did you see? For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. That is the church of God. They are already existing in the church of God. People who Satan has entered... They will mix with us. They will be very zealous. They will be very charismatic. But they are messengers of Satan. And I want to help us understand who they are. What is their manifestations. The first thing it says. They are godless men. That is they are reckless in sin. They will call sin righteousness. They will tell you that. You know, no you can't be a perfect man. Which is correct. But you can't be a perfect man. doesn't mean that you should be a sinful man. Godless, who changed the grace of our God into license for immorality, sexual sin, perversion of sex, masturbation, all manners of nonsense. I've had a minister before say that, well, you know, when they ask him about masturbation, he say he doesn't know whether that is good or whether that is bad, but some people preach is good. Anybody who preaches good is demonized. Are we together now? Anybody who teaches that masturbation is good is a demon possessed. He's not even born again at all. A person, demon possessed, somebody who is never born again. Demon of praise is somebody who is born again, but he gave his members of his body to the use of Lucifer. Doesn't matter what their title is. They are godless. Who changed the grace of our God into license for immorality and denied Jesus Christ our Lord are only sovereign and Lord. Now, it says, though you already know all of this, I want to remind you that the Lord delivered His people out of Egypt 
but later destroy them. Those who did not believe. The first warning is that because you are coming to church doesn't mean you can't go to hell. He delivered his people from Egypt, that is salvation, but he destroyed them, that is hellfire. And he says, and the angel who did not keep their position of authority, but abandoned their own home, these he had kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. This is telling you, some people say that once you are born again, you can never go to hell. It's a lie. This Bible tells me that you can. Verse 7 says, in a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and, some, and the surrounding towns gave themselves to sexual immorality and perversion. This is the reason why God destroyed them. They, they served as an example of those who suffered the punishment of eternal fire. How together now? All this sexual immorality, it doesn't matter how many people believe that it is human rights. The Bible tells me that they will be condemned to eternal fire. Don't follow them. You know, when I preach the word of God, I don't care what people react. It's very good now that I'm doing law so that I know what I'm saying. I'm saying. And I know the Lord gave me the right to say what I'm saying. Are you with me now? And what I'm saying is not questionable by any human being, by any legal system or any legal authority. Because I have the legal right to say those things. Listen to me. Anybody who is involved in sexual perversion will be born in fire. That's what the Bible tells me, and that is the truth. I believe it, and it's true. Don't let the devil deceive you. Neither, it's not only those who do it, anybody who have compassion for such, or affiliation of respect or honor or dignity for such, will be born in fire. You know, formerly in England, adultery was an offense, criminal, but now it's no more. Okay? The forefathers of England were born again, who wrote the law. The people who now rewrite the law, many of them have no Christ at all. Satan have deceived them. They are writing the Lord does not undo the criminality of that as a sin. I would together now. God said in a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual morality and perversion. They served as an example. The word example means that the reality is coming. When you do an example, then it means that the real object is coming. Of hellfire. In the very same way, these dreamers pollute their own bodies. This is talking about masturbation and all this stuff. Reject authority and slander celestial being. But even the archangel Michael, when he had when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not dare to bring a slanderous accusation against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these men speak abusively against whatever they do not understand and what things they do not they do understand by instincts, feelings, okay? Like unreasoning animal animals, they are the very things that destroy them. 
Now woe to them, says the Lord. They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed the prophet into Balaam's error. That's all prospective preachers. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. Those who say that Jesus is no more coming, those who say that you can commit adultery and that's okay for you, it doesn't matter, you go to heaven. These men are blemished, verse 12, at your love feast, eating with, with you without the slightest qualms, shepherds who feed only themselves, ministers. They are cloud without rain. That is, they promise, they blast, they bore. I can imagine, there is a minister from Nigeria. That minister is one of the biggest names in Nigeria. Anytime they invite him anywhere, any preaching he preaches, we raise money. And at the end of it, he will tell you the same story. Somebody gave 30,000 naira and he made 30 million. It's all lies of the devil. I said it so that he would know that I'm talking about him. When he hears this message. Because he knows that is his language. Are you with me now? Shepherds who feed on them only on them. They are clouds without rain. They, they boast. Blown along by the wind. Autumn trees without fruits. Uproot and uprooted. Twice dead. They were born again. Now they are dead again. This is end time. Listen to me. They are wild waves of the sea foaming up, foaming up their shame, wandering stars, <clears throat> for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. They will never enter heaven. You know, this guy, the, I love the Bible so much. If you are a person who loves literature, if you don't read Bible, you are a dead person. You have no knowledge. Bible is the originator of metaphoric statements, similes and metaphors. This is what he's saying about. So that foolish man like me will understand. And those who are very intelligent like you will do better. I'm from a believer. You know. <laughs> if I can understand from a believer, you, he says, Mike, 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 you should do better. When I first got to England and everybody saying, Mike, 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 I thought you were calling Mike. I said, ah. You call a man Mike. You call a woman Mike again. Which one you did? <laughs> Listen. Enoch the seventh from Adam prophesied about this man. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all the ungodly of all the ungodly acts they have done in the ungodly way. And of all the harsh words, ungodly sinners have spoken against God. Look at the next verse. These men are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. Alright, before we create the last, let's go straight away. Because it's talking about the men now. Let me just go, go through and read to you from the book of Peter. I have just about 10 more minutes with you. And I have to leave. Look at the book of Peter. Chapter 2. Second Peter, sorry. 
It says in verse 1, But they there also were false prophets among the people, just as there were false teachers among you. False prophets and false teachers for the end time. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, okay, even deny the sovereign Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their shameful ways. Miracle, 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 miracle. They follow not the God who, come, who works miracle. And all the places they go, miracle, miracle, there is nothing happening. To, to, come, to bring people to television and be saying that I got uh, uh, my papers or got, got a, a visa from the immigration. That's not a miracle. If you don't, if you don't have the, requ- the requirement, you'll be turned down. All right? Unless if they are doing some fraud in that place, I don't know. Maybe the government needs to investigate that kind of a church. I will get it now. All right, when I finish, you speak with me. The sovereign Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves, and many will follow their sinful ways and bring the way of the truth to disrepute. Whenever you see people lying and deceiving and you see more going to them, you understand the fact the Bible says that many will follow. No matter how much you tell them the truth, they will not believe what you're saying. Because they have chosen to follow the way of Balaam. This is the scriptures. In their greed, did you see this? The teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. Did you see the scriptures? This is the word of God. Satan will deceive many in these last days. Let me show you something very quickly. In the book of Jeremiah. Go into Jeremiah quickly. So some of you who see all these things, don't, don't, don't let your heart be troubled at all. Don't let your heart be troubled. These things are written in the Bible. This is a time that those who believe in the name of the Lord must read the scriptures. You must read the scriptures very, very well. Go to verse 9. It says concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me. All my bones terrible, uh, tremble. I am like a drunken man, like a man overcome by wine because of the Lord and his holy words. Now listen therefore, verse 10. The land is full of adulterers. 23 verse 9 of Jeremiah. I'm reading verse 10 now. The land is full of adulterers. Because of the curse, the land lies sparse. And the pastures in the desert are withered. Why? The prophets follow an evil course. Why? Why do we have all this calamity? The prophets follow an evil course and use their power unjustly. Exploiting people. 
Both prophets and priests are godless. Even in my temple, I find their wickedness, declared the Lord. Look at this. Therefore, their path will become what? Slippery. They will be banished to darkness, and there they will fall. This is the end of all this manipulation and mess up. They fall. They will fall. And the people will see it. I will bring disaster on them, says the Lord, in the year they are banished, declares the most holy one. Look at verse 13. Among the prophets of Samaria, I saw this repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal. Alright? You have a lot of them today. And lead my people Israel astray, which is the church. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I have seen something horrible. Listen, they commit adultery and live a lie. So when you see these things happening now, don't, be, don't, don't, don't let your heart be troubled. God is still God. Are you with me now? A minister has to preach the gospel. He's not a standard of holiness. The word of God is a standard of holiness. You may have crowd all over the whole world. He may perform miracles, signs, and wonders, but that is not a standard of holiness. The Bible says, by their fruits, we shall know them. Next time I'm talking to you about the manifestation of the, of the, of the wicked one in the last days. The Bible says in the book of Thessalonians, he will come with various counterfeit miracles and signs that even the elect will be deceived. That living in that time. Don't be deceived by the devil. He says, therefore, their ways shall be dark and slippery. They will be banished to darkness, and there they will fall. I will bring disaster on them in the day they, they are punished. He says, among the prophets of Samaria, I saw the repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal. They lead my people astray. And among the prophets of Jerusalem, I have seen something horrible. They commit adultery and live a lie. They strengthen the hand of the evildoer. So that no one turns from his wickedness. Somebody needs to speak righteousness in this country, in America, in African nations, in India, all over the place. People need to know the difference between sin and righteousness. People need to know that Jesus is the way. There is no compromise. There are no two ways to God. Either you accept him and you go to him, you accept Jesus and you go to him or you don't accept him in hell. People need to shout it on the rooftop. There is no compromise. But you see, the Bible says that these prophets will compromise. Verse 14. And among the prophets of, of, of Jerusalem, I've seen horrible things. They commit adultery and lie. They strengthen the hand of the evildoer. People don't care when people bring them offering. They don't, they don't want to know where the offering came from. Somebody who is in your church earning salary and he's bringing you a uh, hundred thousand pounds um, of, of tithe. Where did he get it from? You need to sit him down. And he says, they are like Sodom to me. The people of Jerusalem are like Gomorrah. Therefore, this is what the Lord Almighty says concerning the prophets. I will make them eat bitter food. And drink poison water. 
because from the prophet of Jerusalem, ungodliness has spread throughout the land. Come on, go back to Jude. Let me finish with you. Why am I showing you these things? When you see all these things happening, know that the Bible says it. Do you understand? Know that the Bible says so. Don't allow these people who are deceived by demons, who preach things that are lies, and they do, their behavior is a lie. Don't let them deceive you. Jesus is the only standard, not man. And the Bible has told us that we will see these things happen in church. I have seen people who say that I, you know, I'm not coming to church anymore. It's all lie. It's not so. It's not so. Daniel said in chapter 12 that in the last days the wicked will get more wicked. And he says the righteous will get more righteous. If Satan can increase in promiscuity, God also is increasing righteousness. And he's doing that through you. He's doing that through you. Listen to me. I help you to understand, to live in sin is different from to make a mistake. A man who lives in sin is a, a person who continues to dwell in the same thing again and again and thinking that grace will abide for him. That is a person who is taking God for granted. But if a man made a mistake, if you have the Holy Spirit, you will go on your knees, on your face to the floor, and you will plead mercy from the Lord, and he will God forgive you. Okay? But... You can't tell me that if last year, every month, I was raising money from you guys, from every preaching I preach, and I preach about mercy, I say mercy offering. I preach about uh, goodness, I say goodness offering. I preach about uh, grace, I say grace offering. Offering. The miracle healing offering. Tap into your miracle by a seed. I mean, where did you see this in the Bible? Jesus says, in my name you cast out devil. Not only ministers, everyone who believes in the name of Jesus can lay hands on the sick and they shall receive healing and they can cast out devil. How dare a man now attach the free gift of God to a seed? When you see these things, I think what it should do to you and I is to challenge us that who will stand for the Lord? I will. I will. I will. We can all not disappoint God. We cannot all put God to shame. Are we together now? That is the reason why, you know, my own, my own answer to this, in this end time, two things. Christians need to be very godly, you and I. In this house, look, pray, study the word. So if anybody takes nonsense, you have a word to counter it. Okay? That's number one. Then, add values to your life. Add values to your life. It takes intelligent people to rule a nation. The more educated you are, the more you rule over others. I will gather now, not just a blabber. Read unto the place where when you come out, they will be afraid of what you have. Then they will call you to come and be a counselor. If you are doing business, make sure the business you are doing is not fake. Not just to give people a sense that I'm doing something. Don't do it if you are in this house. If you are sewing, go and educate yourself about sewing and know it very well that you can sew for the queen. Look at the girl, the, the woman who, who baked the queen's cake. She's a black lady. 
I asked how did she come about baking the queen's cake. They told me that they had queen comp- uh, cake competition in England and she won. As a caterer, she was the best caterer. But if you look at the queen's cake, I said, I said, this cake looks too, too, too natural. And we discovered that is what the queen wants. But the gifting of a man will make a way for him. That is not talking about offering. He's talking about brain. He's talking about head. The Bible said the gifting of a man will make a way for him and make him stand before the king. He's talking about ability, grace. The gifting of Daniel made Daniel stand and become the prime minister in the country of Babylon where he was a slave. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they became ministers in the country they were slaves. Esther became the queen in a foreign land. Your gifting will make a way for you in United Kingdom. This country is looking for reasonable human beings, not loafers. They are not looking for loafers. Sadiqan now has won. Either people like it or not, he will be the mayor. He is the mayor. He will run this country. Do you know something? Ten Downing Street is not defined to a particular sect of people. Anybody can enter there. Number 11. Minister of Esteka. Anybody can be. After all, Last year, they appointed a young man who, is, who was Nigerian descent to run as the Prime Minister of, 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 uh, for Labour Party. Do you think that we cease? We have to decide that we will not put God to shame. Look, let me say this to you. Our first bed is godliness. Our next bed is our brain. Godliness, our brain. If we follow godliness and we put effort into our, our intelligence, God will bless it. God will bless it. Every nation under heaven now is confused. America confused. Britain confused. Europe confused. Arabians confused. Africans confused. Yeah? Do you know what? Someone says that the most dangerous thing a good man can do is to do nothing. And this season that we are, I don't want to agree with anybody to tell me that. Or some people will say that, oh, it's the end time. Satan will be in control. He can't be in control. He cannot be in control. The control the devil has over nation is because Christians gave the devil the right to do so. By not manifesting. Pray, 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 pray. Then, then if you pray really and you are working godly, the reward of godliness is blessing. Submit to God. And what? Come on, read it through. Let me hear you. This is General Headquarters, isn't it? Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, what will come to you? What will come to you? You know, let me say this to you before I leave. To collect gyro is only... A stepping stone is not a good thing. If you are jobless for a while, what Gary is designed for is that if you are jobless for a while, for the government to help you just for a little while so that you can get back into job. Okay? And that is good. But if a person make himself a gyro collector and you do nothing to life than to sit down and collect government money, that is ungodly act. You are reaping from where you did not sow. Others labor, you are taking it. 
The Bible says everyone should, should learn how to walk with his hand and give God respect and honor. Stand up on your feet. We are going to pray together. Do you know something? I want you to pray for yourself. That Isaiah 14, 24. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. You are going to pray and tell God, Father, two things. In this time of falling away, let me stand. The second thing you will pray is that, Father, in this season of end time, let me take my place in destiny. Let me be a reference of God in my community, in my city, in my nation. So I will lift up our voice and begin to pray. In this season, tell the Lord, sustain me by the power of your name. Sustain me by the power of your name. Oh Lord, don't let me fall. Let me be obedient to the voice of heaven. Tell the Lord, do not let the devil deceive me. Father, protect my heart from the last day deception. Tell the Lord, help me, oh God. That I will not fall a victim of satanic deception. Protect my house. Protect my family. Protect my children. Protect my husband and wife. Pray for all your family. That Satan will not be able to deceive any one of us. In any way, we will not deceive ourselves. Man will not be able to deceive us. Satan will not be able to deceive us. Tell the Lord, help me to stand firm in this season. Help me to take my stand in this season. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Tell the Lord, let me be a dependable man that God can depend upon. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 6, it says the Lord God said, Who shall go for us or who shall we send? Tell God, look upon the earth. Let me be among those you can rely upon. Let me be among those you can depend upon. Sustain me by the power of your name. By the spirit of holiness. Tell the Lord, grant me grace to be successful. In everything that I do, in my career, in my purpose in life, grant me success, O King of Heaven. Tell the Lord, grant me success, O King of Heaven. The Bible says, submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Tell God, I submit to you. I submit to you. I'm at peace with you. Grant me prosperity, O God. Tell the Lord, grant me prosperity. Bless the works of my hand. Bless my intention. Bless my going out. Bless my coming in. Bless my family. Bless my brain. Let me make a difference in the United Kingdom. Let me make a difference in the United Kingdom. Father! Rekete, brando la boche pale mori male grande sa.
Let me be a dependable man. Through me that many will see the light of day. Let my life be a blessing to all mankind. Use me across the continent of the globe. Father, we bless your name. We glorify the Lord. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Lord, I pray for these people. These are the people you died for. You shed your blood to ransom us. And through the faith in the blood of Jesus, we become sons of God. Unto the Son, you said, the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein, he have found upon the seas and established upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who will sign his holy place but those who have clean hands and pure heart? Father, may we receive from you pure hearts. May we receive from you clean hands so that we can stand in your holy place. You said unto the Son, ask me. I will give you nations for inheritance and the ends of the earth for possession. Father, give unto every member of this house the ability to conquer this world. Lord, give us nations for inheritance. Give us ends of the earth for possession. Give us nations for inheritance. Give us ends of the earth for possession. Change the way we reason. Change the way we see ourselves. Lord, let your word walk through us that which you are saying about our lives until we'll achieve the goals that is set before us. And at the end of the day, your name be glorified. If anybody came with sickness today, I discharge you from the sicknesses. I cause every sickness to die in the name of Jesus. Anyone under my voice that is bound, I rebuke you, evil spirit. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, evil spirit. I break every chain of the enemy. I destroy every yoke of the wicked one. I declare that the eyes of man will open and that God will have his way into the heart of mortal men. So shall it be and so it is. In this season, O oh God, number us among those you can depend upon on earth. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying with thanksgiving. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. Hallelujah forevermore. Please let's take our seats.